is up, beautiful people? You're listening to Asking for a Friend, the podcast with me, Hannah T. And finally, we are now down to our second episode. I cannot believe that my solo podcast is actually a week old already. And once again, very bigaten ang kasama ko for today. And I'm assuring you that we will learn a lot from him because... He has a very strong background. I am telling you guys, he has a very strong background in the industry because he is an entrepreneur, author, consultant, and speaker. He is the chief people officer for Team Positive Incorporated, the corporate arm that operates wealth coach and speaker Chinky Tan's business. He is also the co-founder and chief strategist for Block 10 Strategy, a Philippine-based consulting business that serves clients in the Philippines, Australia, Poland, the United States, and many other countries. Also a husband and a father of two, he dedicates his life to helping people experience the best they can be by training them in the areas of purpose, leadership, business, passion, and life. Diba sobrang bigat? Let's welcome my co-podcaster, Patrick Mabilog. Hi! Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Anna, for inviting me. Yeah, such an honor to be here today. Well, no, I should be thanking you because it, <laughs> it looks like you you have a lot of things going on in your life right now. No, it's resume. You know naman, that kind of thing, no? Na parang, ang bigat-bigat tignan sa resume. Tapos parang, oh, okay. Sa, oh. sa ano lang yan? Sa papel? Joke? <laughs> Pero yan, guys. For everyone's knowledge, Patrick also has a podcast called Workaholic. It's on Spotify and other streaming platforms. And mm-hmm. it's actually full of passion-driven conversations. And you guys should check it out. So so I want to ask, syempre doon tayo sa pagiging podcaster mo muna. What actually made you realize na parang, ah okay, isisentro ko yung podcast ko sa ganitong category. It's gonna be about the workaholics and the like. What what mm. actually forced you to to do that? Yeah, that's actually a good question. No, actually, hindi ko alam yung sagot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it, it was a long process. I mm-hmm. to, be, uh, to be honest, uh, I had a different uh, show name before Workaholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used okay. to be called Hustle Muscle because one of my first books was entitled Hustle Muscle, and that's been like a tag phrase for me. Uh, trying to build build the hustle and. Mm-hmm. Um, pero I think that was way way before everyone you know started using the word. And during that time, I, I use I, I I the reason why I like the word hustle is because it really encourage encourages us, encourages people to work hard. And uh, mm-hmm. I am not anti work smart, but I believe that a lot of people will do a whole lot better if they actually worked hard. Um, but mm-hmm. when the word hustle came into the picture, and you know people like Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, mm-hmm. There's also see hustle, hustle share, see see Ron. Uh, it, it was very centralized towards entrepreneurs, but I wanted to actually reach out to and talk to uh, not just entrepreneurs but even uh, employed people. Because I believe that whether you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, but when you're doing something that uh, you know that that brings joy to your life. You don't have to own your business, eh? and and uh, I I also wanted to reach out to those people. I actually got to talk to a uh, a friend of mine who's uh who's uh, who has ba- a background in marketing. He used to work for Sachi and Sachi, and he okay. told me, "Alam mo, Patrick, kasi workaholic ka. Why mm-hmm. not name the podcast Workaholic?" And it it just struck a chord with me, kasi 
it it may be realized oh, na ano. I mean, uh, well, it's my friends call me a workaholic. My wife calls me a workaholic. Even my daughter, my eldest daughter, says, "You know what, Dad, you're such a workaholic." And it just, it just jived with me. And but I think more importantly, yung talagang what what struck me was because, uh, it's the why behind it. Eh. Why do I work so hard? It's because I love what I do. It's something I'm really passionate about. I I, I love you know the the clients that I serve, the people mm-hmm. I work with. Such an honor, such a privilege. The only reason why. Uh, I am where I am today is because I work with amazing people, and workaholic just made me. I know it, it really struck a chord, and so ever since then, uh, that's been the name of the podcast. Wow, that's very insightful. Ah. Can I just say, ah, uh, sobrang ganda ng pagkaka pagkaka connect mo dun sa idea na you work with a lot of amazing people, and the fact that you're also workaholic. So that means hindi lang siya isang factor. Now mm-hmm. this is. This is the reason why I'm here right now, and in involve more than ibang tao, and that's really, really mm. great. That's a really yeah. great idea. So, since we're going through the workaholic topic, na I wanna ask, curious ako, very curious ako, kasi you know, meron kasi parang negative connotation yung pagiging workaholic. Mm-hmm. Pero for you ba, how do workaholics think? Like, what is really the mindset of a workaholic? Since you consider yourself one. Ano yung paano ka mag-isip? What's your mindset? Well, I I think workaholics have, you know, I mean, they're they're like the force. There's a there's a dark mm-hmm. side and there's a there's a good side to it. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think I, at least in my personal experience, uh for the longest time, talagang it's been a big balancing act na minsan mm-hmm. it will sway one way na it's it it did me good, it helped me, you know, Uh, really move forward in my career because dedication, resp- a sense of responsibility in what you're doing. Yeah. Pero minsan din, I mean, uh, I will be, I mean, hop on the honest train here. There were really times that I almost pushed myself to the brink of burnout. Uh, mm-hmm. Siguro the story I share a lot is um, when I was uh, about 19 or 20 years old, uh, mm-hmm. I had just started my business. I was still in college during this time. And then, uh, my yung advisor namin in and ano I I took up marketing in college. Yung advisor namin encouraged me to join uh, a marketing competition, Agora okay. Youth Awards. This was back in 2010. Yes. And I was already well. I I don't like using the word, uh, but I was already busy already that time because I already had the business running. I had a small photography business, okay. and then I was. I mean, I, I had a, I had school, of course, and a lot of extracurricular activities, and then I had to join this contest. But I, I just, I wanted to do it. Eh. Parang I, I, I mean, just the thought na you know, I mean, competing with uh, on a national level and all of that. Mm-hmm. But my my body couldn't take it anymore, and I I was just not in the place. Cut the long story short, I I joined the competition, I flew to Manila, I won, and then when I got back, my lungs collapsed on me. Like inside Ooh. the airplane, I was riding the plane, and then I got I got back. I watched the movie when I got back to our our hometown. I was I was based in Iloilo City that time. Came coming from Manila. I watched the movie. When I was watching the movie, I felt a sharp pain on on my chest, mm-hmm. and then it, it got so unbearable. I had to walk out, went to the ER, and then the doctor told me 50% of your lung has deflated, and most likely it's stress. And uh, I, I guess that's the, the dark side of workahol- being a workaholic, which I think also uh, during that time it taught me as well the importance of self care, uh, yes. do you know being 
you know, realizing that you're just a, I'm just a human being, how mm-hmm. I wish that I had superhuman powers that could allow me to, <laughs> you know, to stay awake like 22 hours and just sleep two hours. But in the mm-hmm. end, that's, that's not how we're built. That's not how we're designed. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's two things. Yeah. So I think the being a workaholic and really being passionate about what you do, it's always a balancing act. Yes. yung work-life balance. Uh, I mean, in some level, that's a paradox in itself because uh, truth be told, work and life will always, you know, it will always be a back and forth. It, it's like a pendulum. Uh, I, I like what uh, someone said. It, it's work-life imbalance, actually, mm-hmm. where you you'll swing one side. And so what you have to do is you have to deliberately push yourself the other way. When you're you're spending too much time at work, then, of course, you have to push back again and say, Hinde, I have to also take care of the other parts of my life. So that, that's been the scenario for me. Not yet perfect, pero getting there. Mm-hmm. Sobrang natuto ako dun sa experience mo. Kasi looking back, parang nangyari na rin yan sa akin before. Na parang I was very passionate towards something. Kasi mm-hmm. when, when you're passionate, yun na lang talaga yung nagiging drive mo to, yes. to finish something or accomplish a task. And nakaka-relate ako in a level na, na nadali naman yung mental health ko. So that's kind of like a similar thing. Mm-hmm. And since we got into that, I wanna ask, do you, do you like multitasking? Like, is it, Part of your everyday life. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love doing it, but I am so bad at it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a sorry if I sound ano gender bias no, but this is towards my my end of the ring naman. Okay. I don't know if it's a, if if it's because I'm a guy, but I'm so bad at multitasking. I can't focus mm-hmm. on two things at the same time. My wife is amazing at multitasking. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife says we run uh, our agency kasi together, so she's. I, I'm the no, I'm the I'm the CEO of the company, but she owns the company, so I work under her. Uh, but Sis is such an amazing multitasker. I am not, okay. and um, I've tried to honestly. I mean, I, I've always tried to. I, I I tried the dual monitor thing. So right now, uh, okay. kasi that's that's a big thing now that you have the dual monitor. I did not do it because I I will have no use for the second monitor <laughs> because ah. uh. So, so like for me, for instance, what I've been trying to do in, in terms of productivity is not so much uh, multitask, but really uh, improve in the area of focus. Okay. And what, what I mean by that is, because uh, to be honest, majority of people uh, don't have the capacity to multitask. I, I, I found that, uh, I think there was a study that showed that uh, our brains can only take up to I think two or three synapses at one time or or like we can only process two or three things in our environment. So if you're looking at a, on, at a laptop and then you're listening to music, that's it. That's that's the capacity of your brain. And so I realized for me, baka siguro, it's just one or less. Uh, or kung, If most people will have three, I probably only have one or two. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I had to, uh, no, I had to learn how to focus properly. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn how to work faster. And yes. that's something that, uh, no, I mean, kasi, well, to be honest, because I, I were, uh, well, aside from working with Chinky, I, we have a creative strategy business and we serve anywhere between 12 to 15 clients at any given point. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so we, we've grown steady. I, we could grow some more, but that's, that's, uh, that's not in our bucket list right now. We, of course, because we want to balance then, but, mm-hmm. but that's a lot. I mean, having to, you know, I mean, if you have 12 to 15 clients, 
everyone has access to your WhatsApp account or your Viber account. Mm-hmm. That can become a nightmare. And so what I've tried to do is I've tried to batch my day in a way that I'm only doing one thing at a time. But mm-hmm. I'm doing it well and I'm doing it faster. So I'll give you an example. Right now, uh, because I am into a lot of content creation and strategy, I write mm-hmm. a lot of content. And so mm-hmm. I have to write marketing plans. I have to write blogs. I have to write um, everything, PR articles. And all of these things, I have to create uh, systems. Uh, and that involves a lot of writing. And so I realized that that um, my creative juice when, term- when it comes to writing is not the same all throughout the day. Okay. I, 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 did, I, I tried to measure the time. So I, I took a timer and then I, I checked how long will it take for me to write a 500 um, word article in the morning and the evening. And I realized that I can write faster in the morning. Okay. And so what I did was I said, that means that my mornings will be heads down work, writing content, and then mm-hmm. afternoons will be meetings, you know, things like this recording podcast, yes. things that I can do. Na, I mean, you know, with a with a little shot of a, of coffee, and then I, I can go for the rest of the day. So, um, I think for people who are listening to this, if you're the kind of person you're saying, na, I've I've tried to multitask, uh, mm-hmm. and you feel bad because you can't. Uh, welcome to the club. Uh, I I definitely <laughs> can relate with you in that area. Pero don't worry. Because it doesn't mean that uh, if you're not a multitasker, it doesn't mean that you will not be able to achieve a lot. Yes. In fact, you're in a good position because what you do is you learn how to focus. You know yes. how to focus your time, you know how to focus your energy into something so that you can do it well, you can do it fast, and then get the job done. Totoo yung sinabi mo. Kasi ako, I'm more of a multitasker. Like, ang hilig-hilig kong gawin yung sabay-sabay five tasks. Tapos ayoko nang one at a time kasi para sa akin, parang ang tagal-tagal ko. Hindi ako productive pag hindi ako nagmumultitask. And okay. ang pinakamalaking disadvantage to that is nawawala yung focus ko up to the point na meron akong namimiss na detalye na minsan ko ano pa yung small detail na yun nakaka-apekto siya sa trabaho ko. And mula nun, parang sabi ko, okay, parang malito na nagmumultitask ako na hindi ako focus. <laughs> So I I can say na tama yung sinasabi mo ngayon and susundin ko siya. I'll try it in the next few weeks kung kung effective ba na hindi ako mag-multitask or para kasing for me definition ko ng pagmo-multitask parang productive na rin ako eh. Pero mm-hmm. yeah. ngayon parang nakaka-stress na siya. So <laughs> yeah. And, and I think and I think also to add to that Hannah no. It's I think it's also dep- depends it really depends din on your on your zone. Eh. Yeah, actually. Diba? I mean, there are times that I can multitask. Yun nga lang, it's not as common as most people. And so if that's what works for you uh, in that season of your life, say for example, mm-hmm. kasi ngayon, work from home tayo. So when, when you're working from home, maybe you can multitask because you mm-hmm. have less uh, distractions. Like obviously, I have a dog shot, like parking outside. He's the only <laughs> distraction I have right now. And if, if that's you, then that's that's great. I mean, whatever works for you. Whatever yes. works for you. It all boils down to one thing talaga. Whatever works for you. Yep. So, uh, very curious lang. Curious question. What do you do when you're not in the mood to work? Pero there are a lot of things to do. At and diamond backlogs and stuff like that. How do you cope with it? Kasi yeah. you're a workaholic, diba? Yep. Ang impression ko to people like you ay parang mabilis ma-stress, mabilis ma-pressure na, oh my gosh, I have a lot of things to do. So, mm. how do you cope with it? Uh, one very important skill I learned 
that really helped me a lot was differentiating what urgent is and what important is. Mm-hmm. And most people, uh, personally for me, I thought before that it's the same thing. Okay. If it's if it's urgent, it's important. If it's important, it's urgent. And so what that did for me was because everything is urgent, nothing nothing was important. Because uh, mm-hmm. when you say important, but when, when you talk about importance, is you want to be able to really spend time as mm-hmm. much as possible, giving all your energy into what that one thing. Say for example, you're on a date, diba? If I'm on a date with my wife and I tell her you're important to me, but if mm-hmm. I'm on my phone the whole time, she will not believe me. Mm-hmm. And so importance, I think, is is about attention. It's about attention to detail. It's about mm-hmm. quality. Urgency is there's a deadline and the deadline is close by. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing that I try to do is I determine muna yung tasks that are on my list. So number one, of course, I write down my tasks. So I'm a very big believer in that. And so I have a system that works for me. Uh, so I, I, I put down the tasks. But then what I do is I, I prioritize the tasks. So usually in one given day, I will try as much as possible to have at, at the most. Uh, mm-hmm. Sana at, at least, no, pero hindi eh. When you're a workaholic, at the most yung ano eh. So you're hitting that threshold. So at the most, I try not to do more than 15 things, 15 tasks in one day. Mm-hmm. That's my threshold. And uh, I'm not so sure if you're familiar, Hannah, with the, with the Pareto Principle. Have you heard of that? Actually, no. That's the yeah. first time I heard of it. So the Pareto Principle will tell you that it, it was found by it was discovered by this uh, economist. Uh, his name was obviously his Pareto. That's his last name. Uh, he's mm-hmm. an Italian economist, and he said that he he realized that twenty percent of your output actually comes from uh, produces eighty percent of your of your results. So, for example, if you're a business, twenty percent of your clients or twenty percent of your products will produce eighty percent of your income. Mm-hmm. And so that's also what I've been trying to do with my task. I, I discover what is the 20% for me. Because mm-hmm. if I focus on this and if I do that well, and if I really put my heads down, if I put more attention to that, then that, that will produce more results for me. The higher paying clients, uh, the, the things that you know actually produce results for, for me or my personal brand or my, my, my client's brands. So I, I put focus on that. And whatever mm-hmm. else, the other 80%, I put it in a bin that I call the defer bin. Okay. So I have I have two bins every day, the do bin and the defer bin. Mm-hmm. The do bin is I have to do it today. It has to happen today. And so that's my 20%. So if you're looking at 15 uh, tasks, then 20%, I'm so bad at math, three tasks. So I will only do three tasks and I will really make that non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. The other 12 tasks, I will put it in a defer bin where I'll make sure that it can be moved back. Okay. So for example, if these tasks, let's say, obviously I try to finish all 15, but what mm-hmm. if I can only do 10 because there are you know, urgent things that come out or uh, one task will take longer than I thought. Yes. So what I will do is I will look back at my defer bin and say, which ones will I sacrifice and procrastinate? Uh, I know that sometimes people think of the word procrastinate and think it's a negative connotation, but sometimes it can actually do you good. If you're mm-hmm. procrastinating the right things. Because uh-huh. if you do, if you rush it and you say, oh, sige, it's already six o'clock, seven o'clock in the evening. And then you still have to write one more article, but you're exhausted already. But you say, hindi, kasi, ano, I don't want to procrastinate because it's bad. It's, ano, it's, it's, it's counterproductive. 
Mm-hmm. But let's say, for example, that article is not due until, I don't know, let's say two days from now. And then you really force it and you squeeze your brain today, you'll probably come up with an article that doesn't have a lot of value. Versus if you start fresh tomorrow and you say, this will be my top on my top list for tomorrow and mm-hmm. I will do this first. And then you actually set yourself up for more success. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's realizing that in most cases, some things can be important, but sometimes they're really not urgent. And yeah. so you have to forgive yourself and say, Baka naman siguro we can move this back. And if you move it back, you'll be surprised. Ako, I'm so thankful for the many times that I move back projects, uh, mm-hmm. you know, big, big launches. Na hindi naman pala kailangan mo launch today. We, could have, we can just launch it tomorrow or the next mm-hmm. day. And it actually came out better. It came out better than, than we expected. That's good. I think marami akong matututunan kasi sa'yo kasi it's very timely na I'm very busy right now, this month. And I have a lot of backlogs and I feel like sometimes kailangan ko magpuyat. I, kn- I know a lot of people na kaedad ko, ganito, ganito mag-isip eh, na parang ay, kailangan ko magpul ng all-nighter for this one kasi masama to kung pababayaan ko lang tong task na to. Pero we don't realize na at some point, natapos nga natin siya, pero hindi maganda result. So, I can totally agree with you on that. And thank you for that very, very wonderful insight. So, let's go to the next question. Do you personally believe na mas negative ang connotation ng tao sa workaholic na term? Or do you feel like they just lack enough knowledge about it? Kasi a lot of Filipinos, you know naman the Filipino culture na parang, Ah, sobra mo namang ano, sobra ka namang sub-sub-trabaho and stuff like that. <laughs> Do you feel like tama ba yung ganung pag-iisip nila or no? Kasi kulang lang sila sa information about the lives of the workaholics. I, I think there's two directions here. If you hmm. are a workaholic because you have no choice, I think mm-hmm. that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have the mindset na, hindi, kailangan ko kasi magtrabaho kasi, di ba, si Judith parating na, di ba? Or, I mean, that, that's, that's reality. That's the truth of the matter. I mean, the reason why we work is because we do it for a living, diba? Yes. Or means, we can also work in a sense na, hindi kasi kailangan kong gawin kasi baka si, si bossing will not like me anymore mm-hmm. o baka may sasabihin yung mga workmates ko, mm-hmm. which becomes toxic kasi you're not working for yourself. You're working to please people who you can't please. And I think, I think a lot of people are like that. And I also try to teach that a lot. I mean, one of the services that we have in our agency is we, we build culture mm-hmm. and we try to develop culture. We, uh, um, I, worked, uh, um, I worked with a hotel last time, mm-hmm. a big hotel. Uh, I, I, uh, I won't mention the name, but it, they're a big hotel and, and they were hiring the best of the best. They would hire the chef, a chef from Marriott in, in Italy mm-hmm. and then they would hire uh, like a salesperson who used to work for Ayala Land and put mm-hmm. the whole team together and these guys were so good they were so so no they were they were productive they had amazing resumes uh, but the hotel was not growing and mm-hmm. at that time they were only at a 10% occupancy rate yung ano kasi for the hotel industry ideally you go don't go lower than 30% occupancy they were at 10% they were doing really really bad which baffled yeah. them it was the owner. I, I, I spoke directly with the investor, the owner, who purchased the property. And she was asking me, what's going on? Did I, did I, are these people fake? Did they make up their own resumes? Like, mm-hmm. like you? Uh, <laughs> did they, did, did, uh, am I doing something wrong? Is this the wrong place? The wrong... 
and and I I, I studied them a lot. I, I spent two weeks with them, two weeks straight, mm-hmm. and I just you know took the time and asked them a lot of questions and 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 saw them you know in when they were actually working, and I saw one thing. I realized that all of them they were so good, but they were trying to work for themselves. To mm-hmm. prove themselves, na because I'm from Marriott, it, I mean, I, I I ran the biggest Marriott in Italy, and mm-hmm. so this is who I am, and I have to prove this. I think if you're a workaholic in that sense, where you're trying to chase the wrong goal, it will be exhausting. And these people were burnt out; they were exhausted. But mm-hmm. on the other side, if you're a workaholic and you're saying, "I'm a workaholic because what I do brings meaning, it brings value to people," if it becomes outside, other centric. You want to serve your clients. You wanna you wanna serve your your employees, your workmates. You mm-hmm. mga kasama mo sa ano. I mean, if you wanna serve your family, I think that's that's the most amazing thing about Filipinos. Sometimes we use it as a crutch. Na yung yes. Pinoy kasi we have to work for our families. That's a wonderful calling. I mean, if you're if you're a breadwinner, uh, I mean, I'm a breadwinner, and and it's a privilege. It's a privilege for me to be able to provide for for my kids, my family. Mm-hmm. And if if you focus on that, focus on the other people. I think work stops being work, and so yeah. you start to realize that I mean, oh nga, no, it's already. David, dami ko na plang ginagawa. Pero yeah. you do it because because it it ano eh, it, it brings joy in you. I like I like what see Martin Luther King once said. He said this: Don't ask what the world needs. Mm-hmm. Ask what brings you to life, because what the world needs. Are people who are brought to life, mm-hmm. and that really resonated with me because I realized, oh ano, I mean, we're always talking about the demand. Ano ba yung trabaho na ma- ano that are, that's in demand right now? Today it could be nursing, and I mean that was a thing when I was in college. All of my classmates were going to nursing. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's engineering. It's 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 a demand thing. Pero the question is, does it bring you? Does it, does it bring joy to you? Does it bring you to life? Because if it does not bring you to life, then That's not who you're, what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. and so I think being a workaholic in the wrong place is the most dangerous thing right now. And that's one thing that I really teach a lot. I try to teach that in, in the podcast, in in my content, in the, the clients that I serve. You have to find what you're good at and something that really resonates with you, and then throw yourself at that, and then take a few breaks here and now and then. Para hindi mo burn out, tama? Noted po yan. <laughs> I know there are a lot of people na makikinig dito na ka-age ko. And can I just say how important it is na ganyan yung, yung insight mo towards those kinds of things. Kasi it is, sa amin, yeah. kasi sa mga edad namin, par- well, kala mo talaga layo-layo ng age mo. <laughs> na. Pero like, parang sa amin, nandito yung feeling na we're like running out of time. Ganun kasi lagi yung mindset ng mga friends ko or someone na kaedad ko. And sobrang helpful na you said that. Thank you so much for that. Now, sure. let's go to the last question. There are a lot of people right now, you know naman, in this pandemic, most jobs, some jobs are actually in work from home setup. And we can't help but mix up yung personal life and yung work life mm-hmm. natin. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, because work, invades our personal lives and yeah. there are times that it leads to burnout mm. you have like tips for them how to overcome that? that that's a good question that's a really good question last year was actually one of the hardest times for us in the business mm-hmm. because we had uh, and sorry if this might sound like a humble brag but but we have we had too many clients 
Mm-hmm. Kasi our 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 main competency right now is we build virtual teams. That's 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 what I've been do. That's what I did for Chinky. That's what I did for a lot of businesses. I would build a team for them, and mm-hmm. then launch the team, and then that shifted to virtual teams and virtual creating the systems for them. And during the pandemic, many businesses needed that. Because yeah. I work from home, lah. And, and so, what what happened with us? We is we we actually got we actually got burnt out. My wife and I, and she uh, she went through postpartum, and we mm-hmm. were locked inside the uh, you know we were locked in our homes for three months. And every time she would see me, I mean, you know, I mean, it would infuriate her. <laughs> so that was a that was an interesting season. Um, Thankfully, we we were both you know vulnerable enough to say let's get you know marriage counselor. Because sometimes, okay. kapag ano kapag when we need help, de ba? I mean, sometimes we don't want to admit na. Dahil wag tayong mag therapist kasi yes. hindi ano yan kakaya naman. No, there's no there's no shame in saying that you need help. Yes. And so when we were at that point, and and true enough to your question, Hannah, we we the one of the main reasons why that happened was we we didn't have boundaries anymore. Yes. Medyo, I mean, our our work started to uh, invade nga yung ano yung personal time, mm-hmm. and then I think of course uh what one thing I I've also learned is well right now I'm in my own personal office uh, mm-hmm. I I that's deliberate I really had to create a space inside our home inside our house that would be meant for work, and this is the only place where I work I don't work in our bedroom. I don't mm-hmm. work in the the sometimes I mean sometimes I work in our our garden but bihira na I mean as much as possible I work here so that mm-hmm. my mind is I'm this is the place where I work and so uh I think the the bottom line there is you need to set good boundaries mm-hmm. boundaries in terms of and that could be different for everyone what 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 is a good boundary for you is it the space Is it the the time of the day that I mean, if it's only eight to five or ten to seven, whatever time is for you? I mean, I have a friend who works uh, eight to ten, and then uh, seven eight to ten in the morning and seven o'clock up, and that mm-hmm. works for that works for her. And again, goes back to that and whatever works for you, the right? But what what boundaries do you have to set so that when you cross cross that threshold, you know that I'm no longer in work mode. I'm in daddy mode or i'm in uh i'm i'm the ate of my sister mode or i'm the um, i'm the children of my parents mode and, and and when when you're with your family as much as possible let go of work diba and um, i'm i'm saying that because i'm saying that to myself <laughs> that you know it's dinner time don't bring your phone don't you bring your don't diba patrick don't bring your phone please uh, tonight i'm not going to bring my phone because i just said that to myself but you have to build that boundary and uh, when when you're when you're here you have you, you have to be present i mean mm-hmm. like if you're at work heads down work you're working your facebook uh, account is closed you're I, when i'm writing i turn off my viber notifications because i i have to i have well number one because again going back to what i said i'm not very good at multitasking but also because this is where i am now and yeah. so if you have that boundary It's a lot easier to compartmentalize your life and mm-hmm. then understand. Okay, so do I have to spend more time here, more energy here, or more energy there? And it becomes easier for you to make adjustments. Wow. Well, definitely take note of that. Because I oh. work from home, eh. Like there are times that I mean, I'm not saying this to you know 
say bad things about my company but syempre hindi naman kasi talaga naiiwasan sa work from home setup na you're doing something personal and then out of nowhere your phone just rings and it's mm. for work yeah so that question is actually for me also because yeah you did those steps so yeah thank yeah. you so much if, if i if i can say something hana no that you you made raise a good point there eh? i want balance but what if my boss won't give me balance Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of professionals also, yung mga, especially those who are new in the adulting you know, phase of their life, mahirap kasi when we need something and nahiya tayong mag-approach kay, diba, kay supervisor, kay boss, and ask them, you know, can you not call me in this time? Kasi baka magalit or they won't, mm-hmm. they won't promote you. Um, I, think, I think nowadays one skill also that people really need to learn is how to say no. Yes. And how Very to say, diba? and, and how to say no in the right way. Yes. I think that's, that's a, that's a very important skill talaga. When your boss asks you, can you work on Saturday? And then of course, diba, you can go two routes. You can say na, say, yeah, sure, I'll work on Saturday. And when your boss turns around, you know, you say all these things, ano ba yung, ano ba tong trabaho? Ay, nako life. Mga ganun. I mean, diba, you uh-huh. can go that route. Or you can also go the other route and be very you know, aggressive and tell your boss, boss, hindi mo ba alam? Tao din ako. I also have my own life. You know, I also need to go out. or, eh, I mean, if, if you go that route, naman, it, it's also not productive. But mm-hmm. I think if you can, if you learn how to respectfully say no to your boss and say, sir, ma'am, sir, uh, I would love to, but I already have commitments. Yes. Or or I, I would love to, but uh, I promised my my family that I'll I'll spend time with them. Can I do it on Monday? That mm-hmm. that that scenario. I mean, again, it's not easy. It's not ano. It's not. I mean, how I wish it. You know, it's it was as easy as, you know, it was. It's a lot easier said than done. But if you can build that muscle, it it would do amazing things for you. Um, uh, and actually, I realized ko rin na. Minsan meron din talagang bosses na mas na-appreciate yon when you learn how to reach out to them and respectfully say no. Kasi parang nare-realize niya na, oh, okay, I think I hired the right employee. There are a lot of healthy companies out there naman na parang marirealize nila na baka nga mali talaga na I'm calling her at this point in time yeah. or time of the day and meron akong extra na pinapagawa sa kanya. So that's a reminder for everyone na it's always an option to say no. And that's very important. So that's it. Thank you so much for this very insightful podcast, Patrick. Yon. And I enjoyed this a lot. Kasi sobrang dami kong natutunan. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners then will learn from this episode. And sana sa susunod na episode natin, kung meron man. Oh naman. Sa work life. Tama? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, let's do that. Schedule okay. natin yan. True. Okay, so that's it for this episode. If you like it, please feel free to follow me on social media. It's Asking for a Friend podcast. And if you want to collaborate with me, you may email askingforafriendthepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys.